0: listening to Get With IT, a podcast by IT Ops Times. I'm Jacob Lukowitz, multimedia editor at IT Ops Times. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, we're going to be talking about what happens when you leverage the power of Web3 to radically transform higher education, and about Third Academy, a blockchain-based Web3 education platform. With me today is Third Academy CEO, Stacy Quackenbush. Hi, Stacy. Welcome to the podcast. And thanks for coming on.
1: Thanks so much. Have a pleasure to be here.
0: Great to have you here. Um, so to start off for our audience, can you explain a bit about uh, the story behind the development of Third Academy and what it is?
1: Yeah, sure thing. Um, right now, there is a shortage of qualified Web3-educated people in the workforce, and Web3 is expanding exponentially every day. So there was a need to build an education content platform so that people could learn about education, get credentials, um, get matched to appropriate jobs in the tech world, and also participate in kind of a social environment. So for us, we consider ourselves a social education ecosystem.
0: Mm-hmm. Great. So what is um why is it important to launch now?
1: Yeah, really great question. So we're we're in a little bit of a bear market, and this is the time where people tend to learn, educate, up-level their credentials and make new connections so that when the bull market hits, they can really maximize their potential and really elevate their career in a way that is very suitable to their goal set.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the the skill sets that are most notable when it comes to um, developing for Web3 or Web3 at large?
1: Yeah, so I think that what is unique to Web3 is this idea of collaboration and community. And one of the things that's really important to us at Third Academy is giving people the ability to build profiles that instead of showing who you like and who you follow, who you collaborate with and what communities you belong to. Additionally, your profile also shows off things like your credentials, your soulbound credentials that are issued exclusively to you because you've qualified for Proving that you actually have the skills that you say you do. So, we're really revolutionizing the future of work. So, when recruiters look to recruit people, it's not reviewing a paper resume and talking to those arbitrary references. It's literally looking at credentials that prove that that person has the skill set to accomplish the goals that your organization has, that they belong to communities and collaborate with people that are in alignment with your company's culture so that you're hiring people who are actually going to be. Beneficial, and the people that you're hiring are also going to be more satisfied with the roles that you're providing them.
0: Mm-hmm. So I have to admit that this is the first time I've been hearing about a, a blockchain based uh, education platform. So can you go into a little bit about how that works?
1: Yeah. So I think that you know you're you're really piggybacking off that previous question. Um, when we think about credential, yeah. um, you know, content records that are put on chain are immutable. So it's not like I can claim that DeFi experience. I can actually validate it with knowledge, test it, it's on-chain, you can actually verify that I've got the skills that I say I have. And that's a really important um, designation in the Web3 world because there are a lot of companies hiring Web3 people for the first time. And a lot of people recruiting them are not exactly familiar with the questions you even ask to know whether or not somebody's got the qualifications that they say they do. But when you mm-hmm. test people and you create the standard that represents that skill base and you put it on chain, that changes everything. It's also another way that we can easily eliminate things like needless surveys <laughs> and PDF applications.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And um can you explain a bit about how Third Academy is a, is a positive alternative to higher education? Um, I mean, big thing that comes to mind is just the the cost that comes up whenever we're thinking of a a brick and mortar, you know, uh, college.
1: I love that you asked this question. And it's one of Mm -hmm. the things that fires me up, most thing wakes me up every day, is that $1.6 trillion is owed to the federal government by the students of the United States. That's just unbelievable. Um, It's a higher education system that actually causes people to go into debt. Um, granted people knowingly take on those debts, but we don't have a system of financial literacy in primary secondary school to well equip them to even know Mm -hmm. why or how to repay this debt. Now our platform is largely free, but there are, um, even higher education partners that do provide their content. So we're not saying that higher education is obsolete or that we're replacing it. This is a way to augment it because higher education definitely has Of value, and we are not discrediting that. But technology, especially Web3 technology, is moving so quickly that we now need something that evolves with the education. We now need something that also provides you with the social capacity to network and create opportunity for yourself on an ongoing basis. What do I mean by that? Well, one of the things that was really important for us is to build out metaverse campuses. So not only can you study with us, get credentialed with us, and get recruited. You can meet your next co-founder in the metaverse. You can co-work in the metaverse. You can take your courses in the metaverse, have social activities in the metaverse, and it can be your go-to place. Like you might be at work and you might have a dev problem. You pop into the metaverse, meet with somebody around the world that you met at a conference in our metaverse and, and, you know, come up with a solution. So it's really extending what you do in real life. But additionally, it's keeping vital all the stuff we loved about college. We love the socialization. Why do we go to conferences? Because we love the networking that happens before and after enduring.
0: Right. And that's what we mm-hmm.
1: wanted to make sure was a really important part of our ecosystem.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. And, and especially that part that it, this is, uh, you know, Web3 is, is rapidly changing. And there's so many things that are, you know, um, have to be changed to go along with it. So, are our courses uh, evaluated or, or created based on um, requests from 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 the marketplace, or and then how is it evaluated? Like, is that technology still going to be um, pertinent or relevant uh, over time? Yeah. Guess how really- how to assess the courses.
1: Yeah, really good question. So we don't create the content; we are completely mm-hmm. an aggregator. So if you, you can look at us like uh, Kayak is for your travel needs, we are a massive search engine, really aggregating the best and the brightest content out there. Why are we doing that? Because we're finding that the majority of tech companies that are pioneering the space are creating educational content in lockstep because they need to onboard their future users. They need to onboard future employees. So basically, we have become a reservoir of sorting and finding what suits you best. When I talk about educational content, I'm not just talking about courses. I think podcasts, blog posts, webinars, workshops are all valid and people learn differently. And so the ability to qualify for credentials could be from a myriad of ways. It could be because you've tested into it because you qualified via a project you participated in. But to get back to your point, who validates the courses? Who says that they're worthy? basically that is up to our community. As people take the courses, they get to vouch for the courses. They get to um, validate them and rank them. And by that criteria, we have a sense of whose courses are more valuable. Once again, it's a little bit subjective because we have um, different, we all learn differently, right? Neurodiversity is quite a thing. What isn't a thing is knowing what the criteria is for somebody to get credentials. And that, once again, if it's on-chain, it's easily referenced. It's public. You can see exactly what someone had to test through to qualify for those credentials. And so every single contributor to our community can set up the credentialing system that they think is appropriate for their content. And we're nice. really excited to see who becomes uh, the, the stars in the educational ecosystem that is becoming Web3. hmm
0: very interesting and are you seeing that there that has been a big concern for for companies that are eventually you know hiring those that are coming out of, uh, of of colleges that they aren't able to verify their credentials
1: yeah I mean it's exactly how our company was founded so the founders of our company actually were part of a marketing firm out of Europe and they weren't able to hire enough web3 qualified candidates so what they decided mm-hmm. to do is create their own academy. Um, there was such a desire for Web3 learning that they literally bounced it out, raised some capital, and then they did a um, search for a CEO. And that's how I became involved. But since its origin, we've had over 2000 students come through Third Academy, mostly from the continent, Africa and Asia. And we've seen it change people's lives. We've seen people go from uneducated in technology to Web3 tech jobs that pay at tech levels and that far exceeded what they make locally so Mm -hmm. it is really interesting time because people can work remotely so opportunities are vast and numerous if you're willing to educate yourself and open yourself up to to working remotely
0: right yeah and and when we talk about web3 learning what are some of those biggest skill sets uh that come to mind that, that constitute working with web3
1: You know, it's really vast because Web3 has technical and non-technical jobs. So Mm -hmm. everything from coding to communicating to being a great marketer are all applicable. Um, And one of the things that's really fascinating about what we're building and what we're learning is that this is not just for people who are new to Web3. It's also for people who are maybe expert level in Web3 because a lot of people have great knowledge in, in very specific areas. Um, But one of the things that is absolutely essential to Web3 is interoperability, collaboration. So you might be working on a project where you just need a little bit more knowledge in a certain area to uplevel the entire ecosystem. And so that's part of what this is. Like, that's why we also offer co-working, because you might be someone who is an expert. You might be somebody who's building a company. You might be somebody who's working on solving a technological problem. And what you need are collaborators. What you need is just a little bit more information and you need to put yourself in an ecosystem where that is at your fingertips
0: 24-7. I'm super exciting. So for somebody that's going into the platform the first time, I'm sure there are a bunch of different great courses and all these you know, um, valuable technologies and skill sets. So how can someone go about finding the courses and the direction that's right for them?
1: Yeah, so when you come to our platform, you'll have the ability to use our search engine to find the courses. Um, Additionally, you can set yourself up for notifications about events that go live in the Metaverse. As I mentioned, in our first Metaverse campus, which we call The Lounge, there were over 200 events um, this year alone. And we've gotten 70,000 requests for membership in the Metaverse. Um, Some of our metaverse campuses also are full-on convention spaces. So what we're finding Mm -hmm. is Web3 and tech conventions are building out with us virtual um, experiences that live on 24-7 in between the IRL events. Why are they doing that? Because they get to keep the conversations alive. They get to keep the community alive. They're finding that the cost, marketing costs get reduced because they don't have to try to get everyone to show up again in IRL. They've already kept them maintained. Why is that a benefit to an education platform? Because we believe people learn socially. We believe people learn when they go to panel discussions and lectures. And when they do the pre and post event networking, we believe that that not only advances your career, that stimulates your mind. Um, We really are hoping that this is a place where you find your next investor, you find your next co-founder, you land your next job.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I guess I'll finally have to take the leap and uh, get a good VR headset. Now, where do I start off with that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, to your point, you don't need one. With us, you don't oh, need right. a VR headset. Everything okay. is browser-based. Our oh. The only, only thing you need to do in is click through. You're completely mm-hmm. there. Our entire ecosystem is also totally mobile. As I mentioned, the majority of our users thus far have come from mobile-first areas like the continent Africa and Asia.
0: hmm I see. Yeah, great. Um, That's all the questions that I had. Is there anything else that you'd like to add about the future of Web3 and uh, Third Academy?
1: Yeah. um, You know, this is a moment where Web3 is in its infancy and the power and potential is really exponential. I think one of the things that I'm really um, thrilled about and excited about is this ability for us to provide education, tech education to people anywhere in the world. any time and the ability to network find a career and make money that perhaps far exceeds what they can make locally um Mm -hmm. and in an environment that's stimulating and social um we think that this will do a world of good as well as be a really big successful company thanks for having me
0: well it looks like that's all the time we have for today's show and i want to thank you again for and thank you all of our listeners for tuning in today